A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 469, the kind of sort of box office report. <laughs> Whatever, we don't have a fancy name for it yet. No. So, we worked too hard on box office report. That was difficult. <laughs> it took us like a year and a half to come up with that. <laughs> what should we call this box office report? Well. Say no more. <laughs> Why didn't you say that <laughs> in episode two? <laughs> because we were doing three-hour episodes in episode yeah. two. <laughs> and then, that's true. There were no such things. It was just, yeah, it was just one episode. Yeah. One ungodly long episode. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we should probably go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, I am sleepy. We drove. You, a long you did week. that. You did that duathlon. Yeah. Yes. Well, my yeah. wife did. <laughs> oh, but I had to stand oh, there. I thought you did it. I had to stand there and hold her stuff. Yeah. Oh, that oh. is exhausting. <laughs> that is so tiring. Oh, you want me to film you again? Oh, <laughs> you want man. me to hold your bag too? Juice. Hey, when your wife wants to get in shape, you don't. You don't discourage that. No, you don't. If that means driving to Alabama, okay. You got to do what you do. What you got to do. <laughs> yes, dear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no uh, skin off my brow. Yeah. I don't even, don't even know what that means, but. <laughs> You don't know what that means? Well, and not in this context. <laughs> well, it's like it's no big deal. <laughs> like, I'll do whatever you want. No okay. big deal. No problem. No, <laughs> no problem to me. But why would that be the thing for you? Well, it just depends on what you're into. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> so there's, not something, the, not there's, the something, there's something new. God damn it. <laughs> so, well, at least even out the other brow now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, so uh, last week in St. Louis was Wizard World. Yeah. And... Uh, and I had a, a guy, so I was doing the uh, Jason Momoa Sign. photo op. Yeah. I can't really call it a meet and greet. Yeah, you, there was no. Was it you, just like a was, click, click, see ya. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, they're, right and they're oh, always don't like be, that. You're being too kind. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> I mean, there was no see ya. It was just click, click. Oh, yeah. I want to say maybe 1.5 seconds. Can you blame them, though? Like, the, I mean, how bad was that I line? think they're using the same camera that they first used to capture the wings of hummingbirds. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like. Because that's how quick they are. <laughs> like, <laughs> how fast? Did you do the Bruce Campbell one? No. Okay. 
Dan I did, think pretty though. much did anyone you? that no, I think pretty much anyone that's not Jason Momoa status will say hi to you. Is he is like? It, would you I think, mean, do you think he's the biggest one they've had in St. Louis so far? Yes. Okay. Bigger than Stan, bigger than Stanley. That's what I was. thinking. I think so. Like as far as like rock star status, not as far as like importance or historical, but yeah, people. It, Think of Jason Momoa on a different level like, as the creator of Marvel. And he's more mass appeal. Yes, exactly. Sure. You okay. I mean? You've got right. people showing up. I mean, it was just girls after girls after girls going, yeah. like, fainting. And, like, literally, Poor guy. they got out of the photo op, and some of them were fainting on the ground. Did you see these girls like no, collapse on the ground in no. tears? I mean, I mean so no one did that over Stanley. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe Tom did, yeah. but I, no. I saw a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, "I want to speak to your manager" haircut. Sure, yeah, saw yeah a lot of right that. on. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. the short, the short in the bag with a little flip in the front. Yeah, the, yeah. and the, the the kind that were surprised that the, that there were other people that <laughs> that thought he was sexy. That he's, yeah. that they are not the center of everything. Yeah, right. But uh, as as I was getting ready to go into the little room where they take the picture, and I don't know who this guy was, but uh, I had a guy just kind of stop me. As I was going in, that was also in line. Yeah, and was like, I really enjoy your podcast. Oh, you know what? I might have added the really, but he said <laughs> in my head in that's what head. I heard. Yeah, right, right. But he said I enjoy your podcast, and I was like, Oh, well, thank you. And then I had to go because I mean, you only it was get, the clip out. You only get three tenths of a second. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait a minute, did he mention real spoilers? <laughs> no, I know that he meant real spoilers. That's fair, and okay. I had the same thought. But <laughs> yeah, well. I, but here's how I know. That that he meant real spoilers. One, we're at Wizard World. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two, um, he didn't say it to Crystal. That's okay. Ah, so right like, on. here's how it goes. Like, so when I go and do things with, with go, go and do events with Crystal for the clip out. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's how little it, skin off your brow. Here, here's how it tends. <laughs> no to, skin off your brow. <laughs> here's how it tends to play out. And this happened again this weekend. <laughs> uh so they'll so they'll be like, uh, "Hey, can, can I get a can I get a picture? Sure." And then they hand me the camera, <laughs> even though you're the co-host. Yeah, of the like podcast. I, they, and then I take a picture of my wife and them. Like that's. I wonder if they've really figured out that you don't ride the bike. Oh, they know. Oh, I, I think <laughs> they, they figured know. it out. Yeah, all <laughs> I mean, you gotta do is look at me. <laughs> he was huffing and puffing, walking along the thing. Yes, oh. but uh, but yeah, so. That's why I feel pretty confident that that was not about the clip out. That's that interesting. That actually... I wonder if he recognized you or, or your voice. Well, I like I, I'm sure you, well, you I was yelling. I was yelling at the kids. Right. So, <laughs> so it's just like the plenty show. Of, plenty of opportunity <laughs> right. to hear my voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so I'll tell you my quick little s- story of my quote unquote. These are the quotes. The yeah. Quotes meet and greet. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> they crowd this into the line and i mean people are going fast like we're in this long ass line it looks like it's going to take a little bit his flight uh, left, let me, leaves in like two hours yeah <laughs> i mean let me tell you what we're in this line and because you now you did it at the end of the day. yeah yeah I, I did it i was like probably one of i did it in the beginning it was of the like day. tier a and i went tier c okay. which is pretty much how life works out fair oh, enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah because i was like probably one of the first like 40 people okay. to yeah. go through. So his was that fast, right? And he's yeah. the beginning of the day. So I'm line C and I wanted to make sure that I get the beginning of C. Like I want to get out of there. It's the end of the day. I don't want to be there till six. Right. The floor closes at four. So like I want to be out there at four. 
So, oh, I see, I see. So I get in line, and it's a substantial line sitting there. Like people are people are lining up to get in the line. That's how long it is. Like yeah. B was in line, and then outside they made their own C line. People aren't messing around. So I get in line. And when I'm you like, say people, you mean the fans? Yeah, or the like people. people that work there? No, no, no. I mean oh. the fans like me were already making a C line when C was not allowed to line up. Sure, yet. sure, sure. Like it was like Lord of the Flies out there. Yeah. They're just making their own rules. <laughs> it's There's, crazy. It, seriously, like I mean C two E two is the same. Way. In the Wizard like, World staff. They just were quick. Yeah. They started lining up for the autograph because I went to the autograph thing too. Yeah. And and uh, they started lining up for the autograph before they were supposed to. And so the guy was like, "Are you here for that?" We we're like, "Yeah, we just weren't sure when." He's like, "You're not supposed to start lining up for like another half hour." So he's like, "Why don't you just hang over here?" Yeah. And he's like, "And then I'll put you in front of all these dickweeds <laughs> that are lining up when I told them not to line up." And I I'm did like, that with Grant Morrison. Yeah, I but, like the cut of your chin. Yeah. But that's it's crazy because that's how it was. So we go up to it and and the line to get in there, and I'm like, "Is this C yet, or is that still B?" And they're like, "No, that's B." But people have formed their own line. Like the staff is like people have formed their own line, and it's like 150. Oh my you know? gosh! So anyway, it looks like a substantial line, and all of a sudden we're moving like without stopping. And I'm like, okay, this looked like a line, but we're just moving right through it. We got up there so quick. So we're inside. We walked in the little tent. Jason Momoa is there. He's taking a picture with one person. There's a couple in front of us, and then it's us, right? So as the couple in front of us moves to go take a picture with them, the person's like, come on, come on, come on, move up, move up, move up. The on deck circle. Yeah, like she she goes like this. She goes, come on, come on, come on. Like this is seriously how they're talking. They're moving. Come on, come on, come on. You'll get a better view. Get a better view. Get a better view. Like get a better like, view of what? Of him taking a picture with the other person. So they like, wanted I wanna... you they wanted you to see somebody. That's but, the most no, cuckolding situation. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but they're like, well, because they know. They know how short your time sure, is. Sure. So they wanted you up there to at least see him for a couple seconds because you are out of there. So because well, in all honesty, when you get your picture taken, you really don't see him. No. Because oh, you, sure. you walk over and you're standing and you next turn around, to him. Yeah. Right. But you're not looking at him because you gotta look at the camera. Right. So like you really the actual photo portion, you walk over and you kind of get in your position and not to cuckold you. No, again, I got Joe, it. I got but, it. But, <laughs> but you're not really yeah. looking at him. Sure. You know? Yeah. And then you don't get to say goodbye either. I'll tell you that. So yeah. anyway, so they're like this. Come on, come on, come on. Like trying to like have me round third base to go home. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. You get a better view. Get a better view. So anyway, so then she's pushed. Katie's up front. Ryan's there. And then it's me. And so she's like, come on, come on, come on. Go, go, go. So Katie starts walking towards Jason Momoa. And this person's like pushing us towards him. Well, he goes down to get a drink of water off the oh ground. He's taking his three second water break. So he goes down on the ground, gets his little paper cup, drinks it, puts it back down, turns around. And Katie's like that. There, and he kind of gives her like a look not a really bad look but like a whoa i didn't expect someone to be you know but yeah. the person pushed us into yeah. it, right so anyway so i i look at him and i'm expecting him to go hey how's it going hi anything yeah. he doesn't say a word he he's <laughs> he's huge in person first of all like uh, he looks like a massive him, individual they're gonna tear him down and put up a building where he's standing yeah, <laughs> yeah he's huge you know he's how big. tall is he is he like six four? He's probably six, almost six and a half. He's somewhere around there, and All he's right. massive. So you know he's big, but he's huge in person. So you, he turns around and he's like, "Whoa, there's a person there." First of all, he doesn't say anything to you, and he's this intimidating figure. And I and I go, "Hi, nice to meet you." And the only one word that he said was this. Nice to meet you too. So officially, it was nice. He did. It was nice for him to meet me. But but that's it. Nice to meet you too. He then kind of grabs you and puts his arm around each shoulder. Ryan's in front. They take a picture, like Tom said. Instant. I mean, it's just snap, snap, snap. Whatever. Yeah. And then the handler goes, "All right, thanks. Have a good day," and pushes you out of there. You don't get to say bye. You don't get to say thanks. Yeah, like they're trying (laughs) to figure out a way, from a liability standpoint, that they can actually take the pictures 
over a trap door. <laughs> right? Like that's, and you'll just go into some sort of Willy Wonka slide. Yeah, like, uh, like the right? kid in the Christmas story. Deposits you right in the autograph It line. was crazy. I thought at least, because again, if I didn't say nice to meet you to the guy, he would yeah. not have said word one. Sure, like, sure. I had to have him, and I'm thinking like, you're paying 150 bucks for one second. Like, you at least expect to like, hey, so I say that one thing, and then I was so surprised I couldn't say thank you. I cannot believe they just pushed <laughs> us out. I wonder if, and I get, they have so many of these to churn. Sure, sure. You know, but I wonder if these sort of photo ops would be as popular were it not for the rise of social media. No. In 1990 would... No, you had an autograph book. Yeah, it was autographs. Yeah, you now know? now your, your right, selfie collection Because who cares? Is, you need that photo. Like, right. right. Like, uh, your, selfie, your selfie with the star is your new autograph. Right. Because right. I remember when artists started trying to starting to transition from my job doing the meet and greets. Sure. I remember when artists started to transition from doing autographs to doing yeah. pictures like a lot of them would be like no autographs pictures only and right at first people were like oh they were mad yeah and now they're just like whatever right you yeah. know social I media mean, you post it you tag that that if you had like hashtag yeah. whoever it is on instagram like that goes everywhere yeah and people you don't even know are liking your pictures sure. so. I, I will say you know most of the meet and greets we do anymore people don't even don't even attempt to bring in something to get signed it's weird. That's, That's like the so new I currency. Guess I'm the still, photo. I'm yeah. still definitely a, a signer. Yeah. Like if I have, if, especially you collect stuff. Too. I do collect That's, stuff. Yeah. That's true. Like and it's, now you've got. A thing going yeah you know well, yeah. that's the other thing too the photo is worthless to anybody but you right the signature right. was always and, valuable and whatever the value is and i think that's why the artists like them yeah it was oh, for sure it's quicker and and they know that like you're not selling that right the, i so i have a so i a bunch of, i have a bunch of comics and stuff that are signed and the only person that ever didn't ask if i wanted it personalized and just did it yeah was j michael straczynski like I had a Superman Earth One hardcover. Um, Shane Davis, who did the art, had already signed it, and he would like Straczynski was in line, and he goes, uh, "I walk up," and he was just like, "Hey, what's your name?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm Joe. Nice to meet you." And he's like, "Oh, that's very funny because his name is also Joe." Uh, and he would just signed it. Thought it was Jay, right? Uh, and he says to Joe, J. From Michael, Joe. <laughs> J. Michael Straczynski, and I was like, "Mother." So you think they do that so that you're not just he's flipping the only, these things? He's the only one that did it, though. But you, I know, but yes, you think that they think, do that so that you I can't I think Straczynski at that stuff. time had yeah. such a high opinion of himself. Yeah. And I granted, Shane Davis had drawn like a Superman S on the inside, and he signed it. So like I had this, I have this cop. I still have it. I mean, it's not going anywhere. I was never planning on selling it. Right. Um, well, you always but can if you want. I could. To, right? I mean, I don't tend to get things personalized. The only time I get something personalized is if it's... Uh, an act that I've actually like spent time with and worked with, and then they'll personalize it. But most of the stuff I have signed is not personalized. And my thought process was always that, like, well, like my kids will probably have this one day. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you may I have sell it, but your daughter may. Well, I, I've and... also got uh, Kevin. They put out like a, a clerk's uh, hardback that had all of the clerk's comics, the chasing dogma, yeah. all that stuff. And I, so I have that signed by Kevin Smith, and he asked. He was like, do you want me to personalize it? And it was like this moment of panic where I was just like, here's your answer. I've used this multiple <laughs> times and nobody ever blinks it like it. They'll they'll still not personalize it. Yeah. And they won't think you're being a, a D bag. Just be like, uh, don't I have kids? Oh, OK. And, uh, you know, like, it's smart. You know, yeah. like the kids will probably get a one. It's, right. it's the truth. I yeah. Mean, he signed it uh, to Joe. I love you. And this book. <laughs> 
Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's fine. But like, it, I'm cool with that. But and, that's the right move to ask. It is weird to not ask you, like, especially if you're paying for it, you know, because yeah. I mean, at these cons, you're paying big bucks well, for that's an autograph. The thing, that's the thing about those. So if you're paying if you're for paying it, for yes, it, if you're paying, they need to ask you. If you're paying for it, they should not force a personalization. Yes, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Because you're paying for it. If you just run into a guy and he wants to make sure that, you know, you're not that right. guy at the airport, like, then... That's the appropriate way. You got it way. for free, That's, so he's going to make sure you can't resell it. So the higher profile artists now, uh, the ones that I've had interactions with, like Humberto Ramos, who did, who's doing Spider Man now, he's kind of prolific. He will do your first. If you have more than one item, mm-hmm. it your first one's free. That's not right. a problem. But everything else after that is five bucks. That's nice. That's reasonable. And, and that's, I was like, that's completely reasonable because and that's, Neil Adams is like twenty or thirty a signature. Did yeah. you see what? Okay. So you know he did three covers for Detective One Thousand, yeah. hundred and fifty bucks. Really? And the Alex Ross ones Didn't were you like say that was even more. Well, no, no, that's from him. Like that's he was oh, selling. He them. is selling them signed. Yes. Signed. I think it was like wow. hundred and fifty bucks. See, so, but the Alex Ross ones, you could get the two of them for like forty. Yeah. But, but now, see, those but that's <laughs> the thing. And like, again, that was like my introduction to Batman comics. I love that old Neil Adams art and everything, but he's a guy that when you go to cons, yep. like that is his business. Like yep. he is, yeah. he is oh, making yeah. money from the cons, not as much the work, you know, for the I, big it cost books me 40 anymore. bucks yeah. to get two books signed. By I know him. that's what I'm saying. I, did like, I get them early. Cause it wasn't that, I think I paid 50 bucks and it was like three prints did you buy the things from him? Yeah. If you buy them from him, he'll sign them. And he signed all of them. Twenty okay, so bucks I had an item that you bring in, though. Oh, like, I had some out. old okay. Superman yeah. comics that he did the covers yeah. for. Gotcha. And he signed those. Okay, I brought. I bought the prints from him, sure, and then sure. he yeah. signed all of them. Yeah. But in, my point is not to bag on Neil Adams. That's his deal. No, that's, that's how he makes a living. Look, man, my point was five bucks a pop is good because you've like got that's completely reasonable. You've got professional guys that, again. They make their living, and it's like fifteen for a selfie, twenty for a book. 30 if it's a thing you didn't buy from me 20 right. if, you know I mean there's these levels and so you know totally reasonable the, the coolest, guy wants the, to... the two coolest dudes I ever was Jeff Loeb yeah who other was than just, us of course yeah. right okay uh, he go I had a stack of stuff and I was like look I don't want to be a dick like two yeah, just two these two books are fine and he was like what did you bring and I was like well I you know I just have stuff from other guys that you wrote and he was like throw it up here like <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna lug it around I'll sign it I don't That's care nice. uh, and who else it was Mark Wade Okay. Like I had uh, the Kingdom Come, the Omnibus, mm. and so I had Alex Ross sign it earlier, nice. and that was the one where the guy was he was like no sketches, no sketches, and I was like that's fine. I'm like and then he, he did a sketch. well. Then I was like, Can, do you mind doing the Superman S? And he was like, oh yeah. And the guy was like, I said no sketches, <laughs> and Alex Ross was like, I created the symbol. Like I'll draw it. I don't care. <laughs> so then Mark Wade was like, "Oh, do you know Alex Ross was over there?" And I was I opened the book and he was like, "Nice." And then he signed <laughs> That's it. Yeah, sweet. it was you pretty got cool. Alex Ross, Alex and Ross, Mark and Mark Wade, Wade yeah. to sign it. When I uh, met Jeff Smith, yeah, Bone. Oh God, guy. what a wonderful Bone. book! And uh, and I had a trade paperback, and he and he signed it, and then uh, and then he and he drew a sketch of a Bone. Bone? In nice. It. And I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I was, and and he, and I, my thought process was, "Well, I had the trade paperback and him the real <laughs> yeah, issue, right, so right, I'm right. kind of a poser." Right. And he was like, "No, man, I'm making way more money off the trade paperback." I bet he does. He's like, "I'll draw, I'll draw a little bone in him for all day long." Eric so. Goon, Eric Goon, Eric Powell was the same way. Like, yeah, I had two or three Goon trade paperbacks, and he did a sketch on the inside. I will say this about autographs. So uh, I was where I was standing, waiting in line for the autograph from Jason Momoa, just to bring things full circle. There it before is. Before we close. I was positioned in a way where I could 
so we were we had bought the VIP tickets, but we weren't the Jason and Momoa VIPs. Oh. So the Jason Momoa VIPs go first, okay. and then and then the other the other VIPs go next, right? Because I had done an early bird VIP ticket okay. before we even knew who was going to be there. You know, bold it, move, by the way. I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could have been Luke Perry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Wow. <laughs> so, but where I was standing, though, like I could. Uh, my line didn't move at all until all, until the 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 Momoa VIPs cleared sure. out. So like I was literally like I was probably about as close to Momoa as I am to you. Okay, um, maybe even a little closer. And so I could watch him interact with everybody as they signed. And so you know how when you go to the sign, you you have the stuff that you bring, but they normally have pictures out too in case right. you don't have something and you can just oh, take something I gotcha, and, they'll sign I gotcha. and uh and he ha- had like a stack of them sitting right next to him and whenever somebody came in came through the line to get something signed if they had like a little kid with them yeah like you know i'd say like four or five so maybe eight or nine was the cutoff point he would like take something else sign it and just talk to and the kid give it to the kid that's pretty cool that's awesome which i thought was pretty yeah cool. i think uh, and you got to actually talk to him in line. See, if you wanted to talk to Jason Momoa, you needed to get an autograph. Yeah, if you want a second to actually talk to him, you, I the, guess that the makes more sense. Photos go. were churning through. Because like, when, was it a, was it a combined price or was it like photo? Is this they're much? separate? Got I, it. They might have had a it's combo the, package. I don't but, not for him. It's yeah, the same, yeah. And, and they're I, about the same cost too. So yeah. you take your pick. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, when we did uh, the Billy Piper David Tennant, the photo was. Like super fast, yeah. And uh, although it was kind of, it, although we actually had a moment because he oh. went to put his arm around, I think my wife, and he like boop clocked her in the face. Oh, oh no! And then he was right. like, we "Oh my going. god, I'm so sorry." And so, <laughs> and uh, and it, he didn't really. Well, that's how you get your bonus time with this. Right. Right. That's hey, right. Scoot a little closer. Yeah. And then it almost uh, happened with Katie, but he almost meant to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we were getting the autograph uh, from Billy Piper, we talked to her because uh, she was his. What was it? What was? What are they called? The companion. Compa- yeah, yeah. She was she Rose. Was, right. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, we're going through the line, and uh, and she signed it, and on her knuckles she has tattooed uh, a letter, and uh, on and it and it spells Fox F O X. Okay. And uh, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And she's like, oh yeah. And I was like, I was like, uh, oh, you're never gonna get cast in a Marvel movie with that. <laughs> and uh, and she was like. Do you think that's why? Uh, <laughs> like that's like, pretty good. That's funny. And now, yeah, it won't matter. Yeah. Now well, she can be know. cast. Yeah, <laughs> she's got first. Yeah, she's first, first dibs. First dibs. Yeah, I have to CGI all that out. I'm just wondering, like, who I would feel, like, who I would pay to get an autograph from. Like, I'm, I'm pissed that I missed Stanley. Like, that's, that's the my one, one. That's why. That's the one I regret. I told Tom that's why I did the Jason Momoa photo op because he's a huge star. He's coming off of the highest grossing DC movie. He's got all the Game of Thrones stuff. You right. know, I mean, he's a big star and also St. Louis is one of the smaller cons. Yeah. So I thought, when's the chance that we're all, I mean, I, it was me, Katie, and Ryan, so all three of us get a photo. Um, but I regret not yes, doing the, the Stan, Stan Lee, Lee so it made me want to get the Momoa one. Just, I'm thinking maybe Sting. Like the wrestler. the wrestler. Oh, not <laughs> yeah, not, like, not Gordon. You always I'm have like, to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know you're a cop, but <laughs> it, they just named the bigger yeah. police. Like that's not in support of like you that was anything. the punk probably would be, the, but I can't really think of anybody else that would. Cavill, I'd probably do Cavill. Yeah, well, yeah. we know you would. We've heard you talk. Yeah, about I'd probably. Get I'd have to be like, "Can you sign this awful movie you were in?" Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "No, I listened to episode I do have, one. Yeah, it was a breath of fresh air." I do air. have that. I still have that James O'Barr stuff. 
Yo, man, that was he something. Was, he was in a Talk mood. Talk about. I think so, he's always in a mood. So, like, I had. Joe was having his conversation with Jay. And, yeah, and, and he uh, was giving me all kinds. Giving me six degrees. He was like, you going to buy something? That's what he was. I am now. But he, like. And Joe was like, oh, yeah. And he grabs a random little sketchbook. <laughs> yeah, was which I was, yeah. I mean, like, of course I'm going to buy a James O'Barr sketchbook. Yeah. Like, but I didn't, I wasn't at that moment because <laughs> right, I had a I'm handful saying. of stuff. He played like, it off he, real cool, though. Oh, yeah. I was just waiting to pick this yeah. up. <laughs> he had, uh, so McFarlane drew a variant cover to the when the crow, when they had the license at Image. Right. And I guess he drew his mouth wrong. And right. James O'Barr was like, ugh. <laughs> and he was like, effing Todd. And yeah. he drew over he it, it, and he yeah. fixed it. And he drew, I don't, so I still have that one. But that's, oh, that's neat cool. that you have a modified. I do. Yeah. I have a modified James Obar, Todd McFarlane cover. Yeah, I bought a a print signed by him when he was there. The that one dude. Year. I mean, yeah. So I've got. The, I'm not gonna lie, it looked like he needed the money. Yeah, like oh. it was he, like like some of them are like this is what they do, and it's cool. Right. Like, he looked. Kind, that looked I mean, he's only sad. Really, he's only really done one. Yeah, and it got. Well, and also, Taken away, you know, at, like, at that yeah. time he was talking about working with Jack Houston on the movie. Oh, that's right, Remember? he was. Like they were in it. It was going. It was going. And he was working on it. And I should have look, Momoa sign something with the crow yeah. on it. <laughs> and look how much like that's fallen apart. So it's like gone. That, that whole thing, I know. Whole so that was kind of his. I think that was gonna be like, oh wow, his property's getting picked yeah. up. He's consulting on it, and then I remember like, what do you? I remember in Wizard, they asked him about like specifically because Sting, the wrestler, started to do his face paint like the crow right and they were just like how do you feel about that like isn't it like kind of messed up he was like no like anything i can get to get that character out in the public zeitgeist yeah please please no because like okay so he showed up originally and with the crow makeup and then he tweaked like yeah he changed it just enough but it was still the black and white gotcha and then they didn't have to pay him (laughs) so uh i guess uh shameless plugs Oh, yeah. Uh, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. And uh, you can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. Uh, while you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to join the League this week. And it was quite a few. Oh, good. Oh. Uh, Brad Hyen, Librarian Cynthia, Ralph Tribble, Richard Lawson, Jason Weesey, Jason Wasmund. I think that's a new that one. That might be a yeah. new one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so who does the songs now? Joe? Uh, no. <laughs> Are, are we still mailing them to Dan? Yeah, yes. we mail them to Dan, <laughs> okay. and then he writes them in sheet music and, and mails them back to you. Uh, Griffin Fox Smith, Travis T. Witt, Julianne Jordan, Lane LeVanway, Chris Sanders, Ken Mills, Tom Comiskey, Chris Magic Man, Brent Smith, Linnea Thunsell, Aaron Marlowe, Dylan A. Lang, Laura Conley Quiddick, Susan Carlson, uh, Ron Johnson, and Tammy Sherman Power. So if you would like to join the League of Show Sharers, we would love to have you. You can just uh, go to Facebook. Uh, dot com slash clip out share an episode and if i have your if your privacy settings are set accordingly then i'll see it and uh there you've done Boom. it successfully also don't forget our patreon account patreon.com slash real spoilers where for five bucks a month you can get uh, all sorts of bonus content and we like you just a little bit extra it's true and the last one on there is aladdin the animated so with all this talk about uh blue will smith's and weird <laughs> wait what did you do to will smith no i talk about it you do you, you only talk yeah, about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's only talk smith. i mean okay. yeah you have to tune into the patreon to find out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we decided to tackle the 90 is it 92 1992 uh yeah, maybe i think it's 92 yeah. aladdin yeah uh and uh yeah so a good time there and uh yeah i'm not sure what's going on next but joe and i are talking about it so anyway go uh sign up but you've got all the back episodes and uh you know uh, maybe you'll end up on this show who knows that's you good that's we true. also sometimes uh you know pull from our it's kind of like our the bench like in sports yeah, right, a, right. you know we pull people up from the bench like we need a guest okay let's go to our patreon okay. so 
So uh, there, that's all of our shameless plugging. I think, and oh, I think it's not. Well, <laughs> well, and I think as far as news goes, I think the only I thing to talk about is Star thing. Wars. Yeah, like that's, the, that's been a long weekend for some yeah, folks down so, there in Chicago. Yeah, so uh, Star Wars Celebration is the weekend of this recording, and so uh, it's. I mean, that's a great Did time. Did something I've, come out to this weekend? Did they release something from Star Wars Celebration? No, you just you just go in line and you talk about how you like Star Wars. Sweet. and you go home. Sweet. Yeah. But I've, I've been twice. Have you guys ever been to Celebration? No. It's a really fun... Is it always in Chicago? No, this is the first time. Okay. It was in Indianapolis, and then it went to uh, Orange County, I think. Okay. Uh, so this is the first time. So it's the closest one, and I've been twice out of... <laughs> it's been in Florida, Orange County Convention Center, Orlando. It oh, It was okay. in LA, I believe, once, in Indianapolis a couple times. So I've been twice, and this one's five hours away, and it I didn't, didn't go. <laughs> but it's a great time. Uh, you get to have celebrity panels. Like, I went to Celebration 3 which is right when they were uh, talking about uh, Revenge of the Sith. And I think it was, I think it was the third one. It lined up like that. And uh, I got to see George Lucas there. So like George Lucas isn't showing up to these things. And I don't know if he has sense, but you I got had to your, see your a sweet good one. frosted tips. Uh, I never have had that in my life, but um, natural highlights, I guess. But uh, no, I've never done that. So, but I got to see George Lucas and you get to see a lot of stars. I got to see Carrie Fisher. Um, it's a really neat time. So this, I went the year they were doing the Christmas special. So old I got, move. That I, is, I got yeah. to see B. Arthur. <laughs> it was great. It's perfect. So so now, of course, we're on the heels of the of episode nine, which is yeah. the last of the Skywalker saga. So sure. These nine films. Sure. All, oh, I'm pretty confident. I mean, they got to move on at some point. But I agree. But uh, this is the ninth film, the final Skywalker. And we finally got the title and it is The Rise of Skywalker. I, I don't so know what that what, means. If, I just want to ask you guys off the top of your head. What are your thoughts? What do you think that could mean? I mean, so obviously the the go to is that Ray is a Skywalker. OK, that's one. Theory. That's one theory. I think she's going to I don't like I think the idea of her as a Skywalker is too easy. It seems very easy. You know what I'm saying? So like her just being good, straight up good makes sense. Given what we hear at the end of the trailer, I think she's a Palpatine. Palpatine's back. It is confirmed. JJ, like it's not just like a weird trickery. No, like he's laughing at the Ian end of the trailer. Yeah. was at Celebration Panel. It is his laugh. It's confirmed he's in the movie in one way or another. It could be a force sith or sith you know like yeah, i mean the, the advantage of, of the of the the, the quote-unquote force is nobody's ever gone right you know and he could be but but in the past it was written in maybe it was the books or whatever in the mythology but the sith weren't supposed to have force ghosts it was only a jedi thing but if he's but, but if he learned the the tricks from darth plagueis yeah then it's possible you know what i'm saying yeah uh, so i think the the idea of ray fighting her evil tendencies to be good is much more interesting than her just being straight up good. Sure. And that was what they hinted at it. Uh, they kind of talked the about last Jedi. Yeah. That they, she, it was that, you know, she pull, struggles with yeah. it and then she could be a gray. Yeah. Like that's, very, you know, there's, there's not, there are a, an order of Jedi that aren't the light and aren't the dark. They're yeah. right in the middle. And she could be that. We haven't seen that in the movies. I don't think. No, I don't think that's, I think it's always just thing. been one or the other. I think that's, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that man, that, that whole trail, I mean, we see Kylo putting his helmet back together. Uh, Lando's back, yeah. which I thought was great. Did you see the meme that's going around for yes, that? Yes, I did. Pretty funny. What's that? Where it's, it's Donald Glover. Did Donald you see Glover Donald Glover? One? Oh, yeah. And he's like, I, he's like, 
uh, you know, I'm gonna, I w- get, I'm gonna get that shit. I'm back. gonna get that shit back. And then you see uh, Han Solo from the Han Solo movie. And he said, "Over my dead body." <laughs> and then you see the clip of Billy D. Williams walking from the, the trail Falcon. from the trailer, like giggling behind the wheel of. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And he wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah he wasn't fun. wrong. What do you think, Tom? Do you have any speculation on what the uh, the rise of Skywalker means? I I. Who knows? Like that's I, the, that's the thing. Well, I, think gonna, was, I think they're going to make her a Skywalker. I think you they probably. I think up? they probably will. Yeah. It know? does seem or, so easy, though. Well, yeah, it does. But I mean, so there's plenty of stories about the Skywalker. Obviously, there are plenty of. We know that Anakin walked that line and went the other way. But wouldn't Kylo Ren also be a Skywalker? That's also true. I mean, yeah, he is a Skywalker. Yeah, right? so, yeah. I mean, so I mean, it could be him. I see. I think it's Kylo. I think it's. His you think redemption. he's going to turn? I think it's his redemption. Do I you think, think he re- he redeems himself and then dies in the process. I could see that. I mean, that's dumb if they do. Yeah. They need to leave him alive because they need they need him. With if the if the thing if the thing here is they're they they're done with people from the original trilogy. They need as many names. Yeah. Yeah. from from this trilogy alive, and they've, they've to start that next, and one. they've built up that cast. Yeah, you know, like the the advantage they've had is they've yes we've had the original cast from the original three were able to make your cameos, hit your nostalgia points, do all that good stuff, but they were also able to elevate that main cast to Absolutely. where you can spin them off if you if you right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think hit I mean maybe she's not a Skywalker. Maybe he is a Skywalker. I mean, he is a yeah. Skywalker. See, and I think he, it makes more sense if you have him be like an anti-hero, like a guy who's doing the right thing which is in, a skywalker thing but in the wrong ways yeah and like let him kind of be the badass that'll go in and get his hands dirty in a way a jedi isn't supposed and to they in, in yeah. Ra- and they did that in in they didn't in the last one yeah where so, you think he's turned but it's just like well he did do the right things but his intent like now he's gone a little off the deep end yeah so i think i like the idea of it being kylo i think kylo's gonna have his redemption because he's been walking that line the you know the first two movies i think he's gonna get that he is a skywalker one of two things about Ray, I think either, I mean, they're shipping. I think they're shipping that pretty hard. I think they're shipping. I think Ray that, and that's Kylo. the problem. So I think they don't. If need those to force two get it. together, she's a Skywalker by marriage, and they right. can both be the rise of Skywalker. That's true. Carry on the family name. Their kid will be a Skywalker if yeah. he, you know, it takes that. I mean, because Solo now we know is just a an identification. It's not even a real name. I guess that's a good point. You know, so like, like Skywalker he, is the real name. Yeah. Solo is apparently what you get at the airport when you're by yourself. So here's yeah, the, but you here, know, at the same time, I kind of dig that because how many how many Americans? Also, no, it's a great immigrant through, passed yeah. through Ellis Island and had that exact thing happen. My last name changed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, but yours was worse. Yeah, yours like they dropped an way better. Right? Well, it was B U T T I C I. Yeah, and then they changed it. To what it is now. No. Gotcha. So, so I think that I think that they'll be together. I do think they'll end up together. I didn't even I, think I, about that. That's a I, good point. I think that their kids will be Skywalkers, and the rise of Skywalker will be the Skywalker legacy. The other thing that I think it was Brent Smith mentioned on the boards on the the League of Show Shares was that uh, Leia could adopt Ray and then be well, an adopted Skywalker. And we know the she filmed. We stuff, know right? the franchise's love of. Uh, legal entanglement. <laughs> yeah, so we can just get a whole movie where yeah. they just go through the adoption, adoption process. Yeah, right. I guess they send true. over. CP- say. They send over intergalactic CPS to check out what the home <laughs> life is like. And, oh man, Lucas is getting a boner. That's right. He just loves it. He loves it. it. So I, I mean, I, I didn't even think that because she did. She film stuff. She did. Oh yeah, yeah. And her, like, all of her stuff is done. Yeah, it's no. None of it is that CG trickery. Okay. Like whatever she filmed in Force Awakens. Now to that point, I think that's the less lesser of the two 
two scenarios that's likely to happen. Yeah. Because you have to think about it. Well, whatever she filmed in Force Awakens, I can't imagine she filmed adopting Ray in the Force Awakens. Or she like, could say, I mean, that would have been not. nowhere on the filming schedule. So yeah. like, I don't know how they would do that, but I like it. I think it was a really creative, you know, way to work yeah. her into the Skywalker without her being born one. Um, I think the funniest theory was that uh, when Luke and Leia kissed, she got she pregnant, got pregnant. With Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we would have we would have seen her be pregnant. I know. I just thought someone online was like said that. I'm but like, that's, that's what I mean. We did say that. I mean, we well, know that you call it the Force. That's right. Metachlorians. Yeah. What, if he, what if they? Well, not even that. Them? Like we know that Anakin doesn't yeah. have a father, right? So maybe. That's the other thing is like maybe Ray is a is a product is a product yeah. of that from Luke and Leia. Yeah. But you know I can almost guarantee Metachlorians are never going to no, be mentioned in the no. Star Wars. The fact universe. that they weren't mentioned in episode seven. Yeah. And there was just like, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, there's That's, good reason. Those <laughs> prequels are not well received. And it's it like it, I, I feel I kind of feel bad for Ryan Johnson. I mean, I feel yeah. I need to go back and rewatch revenge here's the problem ryan johnson okay i watched that movie three times in theaters like i came around to it on the third viewing that first time i was totally disappointed because my expectations right the second time like okay i know it will happen this is getting a little better i can kind of sit back the third time i kind of dug what he was doing because he subverted all expectations sure he did the opposite of basically what you would expect which you know can seem kind of contrarian but again it's like Force Awakens was good, but it was pretty much a rehash of A New Hope, right? And which like, I, which do you want to do that? About, do you want to do that with every movie? Like Ryan Johnson was like everything you expect. Nope. When Luke threw that lightsaber in the beginning of the movie, right. that was Ryan Johnson saying, "Hey, you expect Luke to be like great? My lightsaber? Nope. <laughs> oh, sweet. Goodbye. So I kind of dig what he was doing, and so it was cool that he made a movie that was his own that didn't cater to fan wants and theories and all that. Um, but I think that that was so divisive. And they bring back JJ, who's right. the one that you know rebooted it well. He but, saved that franchise but, but for he the did, most part. He did the, the, the film franchise at least. But he did the New Hope thing and kind of mirrored mm-hmm. it. So I feel like they bring in JJ. He's going to kind of turn back the wheels on what Johnson did. I and think Johnson even said he's like, I don't mind them changing Ray's lineage. Well, what Johnson said when he was asked, "What if he changes his the, her lineage?" He said, "I'm here for the ride." I'm, you know, so he right. wasn't as he he wasn't he wasn't crapping. He on just it, said, but he "I'll also... be here to see what happens." So I have a feeling JJ is gonna kind of retcon some things, yeah. and I feel like this will be a traditional Star Wars movie with as heated as the fans were about Last Jedi. Like I can see it definitely going back to a more traditional, right? Um, but I still respect what Johnson did. So, did I call it, oh yeah, Last Jedi. I called it Revenge. Yeah. It's not Last Jedi. It's not Revenge. That was <laughs> yeah. the that was the third one yeah and then six one the other big thing out of all the stuff there is the mandalorian they had the big mandalorian panel today oh did that's john favreau's show that's the boba fett show yep okay so uh that will be cool um it is uh gina carano uh carl weathers sign yeah it's gina carano carl weathers uh pedro pascal from game of thrones and he's boba fett is he Boba Fett? I think that's the deal. Okay. But yeah. anyway, so, uh, but yeah, it's it looks awesome. They showed the armor and everything. So I have something out on Twitter, and I'm sure we'll be posting things, the, you know, a couple days before you're listening to this. So, um, but uh, the trailer they showed there, but didn't show us. There was like a little ah. teaser thing. So there's like shaky cam stuff, but that stuff sucks. No, no, yeah. no don't do that. So, wait, anyway. and they'll release it. I figure, I feel like oh, the yeah, other big news item is Disney Plus. Yeah. We, there's a I whole, mean, that's, there's a whole debate. Go to the League of Show Shares yeah. for that, but I, can't believe that that seven dollars six ninety nine that is mind That's or insane. less right isn't it uh, I think if you do six sixty nine ninety nine seventy for the year like and it's just like 
So Netflix <laughs> just raised prices to 14 <laughs> and Disney Plus comes out with all their A-list material from everything, from everything and goes, yes, yeah, seven bucks a, seven year, bucks. a month. Like, Which is insane because they know people are not apt to cancel. N- absolutely and not. And so... Like no, it's it's smart. They'll do that for a year. Maybe Twelve two. bucks was like the tops. Yeah, uh, fifteen. Fifteen was the tops. I was ready. To, well, what I said, I think on this show, but when Tom and I were talking, I'm like, you know what? I think they'll do fifteen because they know with that quality and it's the yeah. whole catalog. That's less than the price of one new Blu-ray a, a month. No big deal, right? right? Disney can do fifteen. No seven. Seven. Like. A no-brainer. It's Hulu. I'm telling you right now, I know that like a lot of us, obviously, as adults, Netflix has great content. We're not going to cancel our Netflix. No. But for parents that only have Netflix for kids' stuff, when they see the entire Disney catalog for 7 bucks, Everything. Goodbye, Netflix. And they said that. They They're, said everything that's in the, in the vault is coming out of the vault well, for the... Almost well, everything. Sure. Yeah, what right, do you yeah. bet that either A, Netflix lowers their prices again before November when Disney Plus comes out, or B, you get a kids programming plan that just comes with kids shows and not their new original I would go with the first option. I I think they will too, but I'm saying like they might be like, well, we don't want to lose our 14 bucks, so let's do a kids plan. But I mean, what a wrong time to announce your price (laughs) hike. (laughs) It's also, I feel like Disney at this point is just like, we can do whatever we want. Like there's honestly... As long as long as the platform is like that, because that DC Universe platform isn't the greatest. Yeah, it's, I mean, like their interface yeah. isn't yeah. the best. It's fine, it works, but it's not the best. But they own Hulu, so I feel like right. Disney can. They have the idea of how to make things yeah. work and interactive menus and all that stuff. And plus, have you seen like Disney's websites and stuff? Like their stuff's slick. Whatever yeah. their streaming it's very user, websites user accessible, yeah. which is very smart. But like not their Disney World site. Oh really? That thing's a- yeah. That's pretty complicated. That for like the parks, but, yeah, yeah. For the parks, that that site is a bitch to load. Yeah. Half the times it crashes yeah. on you. But when yeah. your kids go on to like watch shows and stuff, like that's yeah. a slick interface. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. That mean, was, that's crazy. That was a surprise. And I think they said that Captain Marvel is going to get the first release. Like it's going to go straight to the straight to the app as well. Yeah, that like may it'll be, it'll be yeah. available as soon and as maybe the, the app first is available. One, yeah. yeah. I Which guess, I was just like, of course. Yeah. Of course it will be. And uh, I think that just crossed $900 million. Good for, I mean, good. Yeah. I don't think it's at a billion yet. I think it was $900 million. Does that sound right? Like, it's, I mean, we're going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if we all chip in, though, we can. Yeah, exactly. Push it over. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Well, I guess uh, that's it for all of that. We should uh, probably turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready, Kevin. I do, Tom. And number one in the box office is Shazam. So it's nice to see that one holding up. You can go listen to one of our two new episodes from last week, and it's on there. And uh, $25 million is only a 53% drop. So Shazam is now up to $94 million domestic on a $100 million budget. Go to overseas, 126.3. So you're looking at over $221 million in two weeks on a $100 million budget. That's good, uh, good for it. Yeah. I also I also say I usually I try to let people know what comics to get. Uh, yeah. There have been a, a bunch of good sh- Captain Marvel slash Shazam stories. Um, Superman Shazam First Thunder by Judd Winnick and Josh Williamson. These are all, these are all, you know, you can get them on the Comixology app. You can, they're mm-hmm. all in trades. They're all, you know, I don't have to worry about any of that or stuff. Or from Joe on his eBay site. You can try. <laughs> I might sell them. Not Superman. I don't sell anything with that <laughs> guy. Um, the Power of Shazam, which was like, uh, kind of like the reintroduction by Jerry Ordway. Uh, and then there was uh, the Trials of Shazam that, uh, again, by Judd Winnick and Howard Porter that actually focus on Freddie Freeman getting the mantle of Captain Marvel from Billy Batson. So there's all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, Jeff Smith actually did a couple um, 
of Shazam stories, which are like all ages and they're fantastic. Like, you know, he, the guy from Bone that we just talked about yeah. uh, did a couple of those. I think if you sign up for the Comixology Unlimited, which is like five bucks a month, I think that a lot of Shazam stuff is free. So that's, oh, that's, that's nice. an option. And we'll get into it with the movie of the week, but you can also do that with Hellboy. There's a lot of Hellboy stuff that they've offered for free oh, uh, cool. if you want to go check it out. Awesome. So anyway, I'm glad to see Shazam doing well. It deserves it. And it was kind of living in the shadow of Captain Marvel. I yeah. mean, the Marvel stuff obviously always does well. And this was pretty close. And uh, I'm just, it's nice to see it making money. And they're already working on a sequel. Good. So, yeah. We'll be excited to see what with happens the, with, with the weird slug thing. With the weird Nazi slug thing. <laughs> Number two, Little. Uh, what a nice box office for this. $15.5 million on that one. It had a $20 million budget. Uh, that uh, Did you see that one, Tom? I did. did How is yeah. it? Uh, the trailer was better. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it's it's not awful, but uh, it like it definitely the last twenty minutes felt like the last forty minutes. Um, I think one of the bigger problems is that the girl, the little girl, is so good mm. that when they kind of solve the problem of the body switch, is and, that what this is? It's a body switch. Yeah, thing? it's a body switch it. thing. It's like and, a Freaky Friday. Yeah. Well, they 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 don't swap, so it's like like she, a reverse big. It yeah, it's like they make this adult who's like really kind of a jerk into a little kid, so she has to know what it's like to be picked on, and uh, and the little girl is so good that when they when they switch back and you have to do the last twenty minutes of the movie with the adult Regina version, Hall. Yeah, it's just. It just brings the movie to a screech. Oh, that's so it's no, and really not because of her. They just don't. It just like now the comedy portion is kind of done. Sure, and they're just resolving the storyline. And and uh, um, but uh, and then uh, Issa Rae, I think is how you say it, is like her assistant. Yeah, okay. and she's really good uh, as well. And there 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 are some some funny scenes in the movie. I'm not, I, but uh, I thought the. It, it definitely doesn't stick the landing. Got it. Now, did I re- maybe you know? Do you know any of the story of the background of this? I thought, and this was just for me, like going through Twitter one day this weekend. But I thought that the little girl wrote the story or something. Oh, I've, I, I yeah. again, I was just scrolling through. And I'm like, what? Because I'm like, not That's- seen anything okay. about that. But I, I haven't also done a lot of research. Yeah, on yeah. Because I, I mean, <laughs> I would think that would be a story that was kind of like. Would they wouldn't bury that lead, right? Like, <laughs> totally, yeah. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I'm looking here because I just googled it, and it's Marseille Martin is the little girl. Yeah, and she's it, on the show Blackish. And, okay, and it ah. says she's the youngest person to executive produce a studio film. Um, I maybe she had the concept for it or something. I just uh, something sometimes I was that's all it takes. Yeah, it was like I didn't realize she was an executive producer. Wow, that's right. Pretty, so, so that's what I mean. That's so pretty awesome. She may have thought of the story and she knows the right people from her show and right. everything. And I'm yeah. sure she was just like, "Hey, what if we do big but flip it?" Yeah, sign her up. Yeah, yeah man, get I, her. I got lots of ideas <laughs> over here. Yeah, and I can drive. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, so oh, okay. Well, yeah, I think I uh, can get into a rated R movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think Steve Kelly reviewed it on. Yeah, Steve Kelly reviewed it. For for VSTL.com, and he gave it a B minus. So I, I think was that's probably where I landed. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, coming in at number three, Hellboy with a whopping twelve million dollars on a fifty million dollar budget. We'll get into it. That's yeah. I gotta, mean, here I also. I mean, it's Hellboy is the reason I. One of the reasons I got back into comics. Oh wow! Like it was he was like Mike Mignola was cranking out some seriously good stuff. Uh, I I'm not a big fan of the other two. The movies? No. Oh wow, that's the kind of the opposite yeah, of yeah. what most same. Do. Yeah, or yeah. Like. They they to me they feel like the Adam West version of Hellboy, like the Adam West Batman version. Yeah, of really. They seem really like yeah. kind of toned down. I, and don't get me wrong. I yes, yeah. Huh. Uh, obviously, Guillermo has a, an eye for the weird and the creepy. I appreciate the 
uh, practical effects and the makeup and all that stuff. They are amazing looking movies. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't. Okay. I like David Harbour more than Bron Perlman. Well, we will get into it. That is a hot take from Joe. So, and more ways than one talking about Hellboy. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, twelve million dollars on a fifty million dollar budget. Uh, plenty, I feel bad for Neil Marshall, man. Yeah, we'll get into like it. Plenty of distress behind the scenes, and uh, that was a good looking movie for fifty million dollars. God dang yeah. right it was. Well, it could be good looking, but we'll talk about the content of it <laughs> in the next episode. Coming in at number four, Pet Cemetery. Or I'm sorry, Pet Cemetery. Uh, Ten million dollars, which is a fifty nine point two percent drop. Uh, that is uh, forty one million domestic on a twenty one million, so doubled its budget in two weeks. Uh, we also have an episode for that. We do. There's an episode for yeah. that, so go check that out. Uh, it also has made thirty five million overseas, so we're looking at almost seventy seven million on a twenty one million dollar budget. I think we all came in positive. You Absolutely. Know, spoiler yeah. for Pet Cemetery. Yeah. I'm shocked that a lot of people weren't a huge I, fan. I, it's really surprising. So online this weekend when I was talking to people about the film and I posted our review and just people talking about like there is some hatred out there. Um, but I think a lot of it spawns from them being big fans of the original. And so this is different than the original. It was interesting to hear different uh, perspectives on this. I was actually talking to uh, another friend and sh- she kind of said she's like I just she didn't like uh the new victor pascal like he she thought the other one was way creepier and there was um she i she liked the original one more she hadn't read the book and i was like it's interesting that you would say that because the original one is the book like stephen king wrote the screenplay right for the original movie and it's almost line for line verbatim verbatim out of the book and this one is definitely you know, and I tried to explain. I was like, "Look, they the kid, the, the kid that plays Gage is very young, and it's very hard to get a perform. How they got the performance out of the kid that plays Gage in yeah. the original How they one got is him to do anything he's like to me. two or something. Yeah, or and he's I mean, he's gro- he's an, a kid actor. He's grown up, and he doesn't seem as wacky as other kid actors, but." Oh, so uh, he grew up since that first movie? He did, yeah. He oh, didn't I actually he would just by forever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it looked like it based on that footage. That I was true. Still don't know how they did but it. I, but my, my point was, like, they, rather than have to deal with trying to get that kid to cut John Lithgow's, right, you know, yeah. like, all that stuff. That's a they mess. they Make flipped, it, the older it, they one, flipped yeah. it to Ellie, and Ellie could do more. And I thought Ellie was I, creepier. I'm telling you what. So this is the thing. So I think, I mean, this is like earlier today, I was talking to someone online about Goonies and you know how oh, we all so feel about wonderful. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but don't care. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Goonies for the first time two years ago. Have zero nostalgia. I'm like, are you yeah, serious? You didn't yeah. watch as a kid? No. I didn't watch as a kid either. I didn't see it till, until we both just watched eight it. years ago. And, and I'm just, just like, like this, movie. It's just, like, this is not yeah, that good. It's, it's a nostalgia thing. And so I think for these people, um, it's just, you you love that first one. The first one's really creepy. So I'm really happy that I watched them in reverse order. I yeah. still haven't read the book, but so I saw the new if movie. If you watch the old one, you've read the book. Yeah. So yeah. I watched the I watched the new one. I enjoyed it. Thought it was a creepy horror movie. Go listen to the review. But then I watched the old movie and I'm like, oh yeah, this is solid too. And it's uh-huh. definitely a product of its time. But yeah, this is solid. So like I like them both, but there was no hatred and I didn't have any nostalgia to go, oh, they did this or did that. It's like, no, they're just both creepy, weird movies. And it's you know? I think I think the remake is a rather than just redoing the the first one the two the two directors kind of did their own thing which i i i don't that's what a remake to me it's should damned, be damned if you do damned if, if you, you really know. are if you go scene for scene like they're talking about with gus, lion gus king. van sant yeah well psycho right, in the horror yeah, like, arena and with lion king people are crap and I, oh it just looks like a shot for shot then you change it up and they go oh that's <laughs> not true to the mo- the original it's like oh my god that's a, that's the thing is like i feel like as a film 
creator, whether you're a writer, whether you're a director, who an actor, you just got to do you. Yeah. You know, you got to do what you think is the right thing to do and then just put it out there and hope for the best. That's why a lot of these people like when you talk, I mean, just pulling this out, but like Ben Affleck, he's like, I don't read reviews. I mean, you can't. Why? You know know how crappy they've been to Ben Affleck for Batman. It's like, no, I don't. I feel like the the way the Internet treats Ben Affleck. No kidding. He's probably still rocking a Motorola Razor. Yeah. It's crazy. Without question. No way. (laughs) Yeah. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, but go go to our review. But yeah, it's making money. I mean, that's again, 77 almost on. 21 so that's great we'll see if we get that pet cemetery too no, i hope not uh, as maybe, long as they bring back maybe, eddie furlong yeah i was gonna say <laughs> Edward furlong's in it maybe <laughs> that would be great wouldn't it <laughs> be cool, he's maybe. the dad now it'd be yeah. really cool yeah i'm sure he's in their price range uh, i have no doubt <laughs> coming in at number five you have dumbo so uh you know 9.1 million a 49 percent drop it's only made 90 million domestic on a 170 million dollar budget uh 177 million overseas so i mean that's the tim burton thing man but you know what worldwide 266 call it 267 on a 170 million dollar budget i mean still you got to double your budget to break even like it's not setting the world ablaze no and i'm honestly happy because like this is not the quality we expect from disney on a remake oh i agree like did you see the the thing for the was that lady in the tramp thing real no i didn't see it there's like a banner uh, for Lady and the Tramp, and it's it's the two dogs. I don't think it's. I probably you think I you don't know heard about it. Right, it was like right, right. Big news, but you know, with Dumbo, it was so disappointing, and you know, it's one that got railed just like Hellboy got railed by the critics, but it deserved it. And you know, it's like you're right because Hellboy didn't deserve it. <laughs> when you but when you reward these movies, like with the Transformers, right? Yeah. They make a billion dollars, and they're crap movies, but you give them a billion dollars they're going to keep making transformers sure, movies, right sure which they just announced that there's no more michael bay transformers that's done so officially i can appreciate the fact that he set the style yeah. and the look for those movies but he needed to stop after yeah. two but it's official <laughs> so now it's the uh is it travis knight the like a guy yeah is that the, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did work, bumblebee right they're working on bumblebee yeah. 2 and another spin up bumblebee, bumblebee tuna yeah, oh, right. Bumblebee too now. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm. I, you know, it's like I love Disney. You know, I mean, like me and Tom are both huge Disney people. But it's like I don't want to see Dumbo caliber. <laughs> became a Disney out. person because they bought all my shit. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> are now. <laughs> so I'm just. I'm kind of glad that with this one, it's like it didn't deserve to make a billion dollars like these Disney and yeah. Tim Burton movies. Just like good, show it that like people don't want to see this type of remake. Like step but, it up, and then they show us Lion King, yeah, and I'm like, dude. holy yeah, they cow. stepped it up. Man, I, well, that trailer I'll is tell you insane. What, where do you think all the budget went for the Dumbo Dude, movie? Right into John Favreau's budget. <laughs> you know, that, Dumbo's problem ain't the budget. No, it wasn't. No, you know? no, no, it was, no, it was the content. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I'm it just, had plenty of money. Yeah, when you see that Lion King I'm trailer, yeah. it is like Holy photorealistic. I, I'm telling you what, man. I mean, I am. You, you, everyone, all listeners, know I'm not a CG person. This movie. Sometimes is, you got to use it though. But this, this one is. This movie is like all computer animated. Yeah. And it is stunning. Yeah. I could not believe the imagery so, in this thing. Uh, who is the voice of Scar? It's You want me to try to say his name? Yeah. Chewyatel Ejiofor. Oh, <laughs> man. I thought... I, I don't know why I thought it was the dude from The Matrix. The oh, bad guy. Larry Fish? No, 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 no. The, the bad guy. Mr. Smith. Oh. Agent Smith. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's who I thought it was. No. I Oh, okay. No. It's Good. Chewy. I'm glad that's not a white guy. <laughs> well, I, that's what, I mean, the the, the only outrage to and the who's movie. who's Nala? Beyonce? Ye, older, yeah. Okay. So the big deal was like they didn't bring back Jeremy Irons, but they wanted an all black uh, leading, like the sure, main lion sure. cast. So anyway. Uh, we'll, who is, is it Billy? 
What's his name? Billy on the str- Eichner. Billy, Billy is Eichner is Timon, Timon and, and Pumbaa Seth, is Rogen. Seth Rogen. Okay, All which right. they seem good. That was, that was very funny. They're funny. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm glad to see Dumbo not doing well. Not because I obviously want them to fail, but yeah, we they need to step it up. No more Dumbos. Uh, coming we'll, in, we'll see if what happens with Aladdin. That I'm telling you what I think maybe it stole. I think Lion King might have stole some of their budget too. They look like they're a dollar store movie. Uh, coming in at number six, Captain Marvel still making money as we mentioned earlier. Eight point six million dollars is a thirty percent drop. Uh, we're at three hundred eighty-six million domestic overseas. Joe, a guess on the foreign, real quick. Nine oh two. Well, that would be pretty impressive. Uh, Six hundred and seventy. Oh, I would, yeah, I went totally. Well, already told you it did ninety yeah. million. Yeah, like, all you had to do was do the math. All you do was subtract. So apparently, in the last week, it made some more money worldwide because six hundred and seventy-eight million brings it worldwide to one point zero six four billion dollars. Good for it. So making quite a I bit. I just of bought money. my Endgame ticket. Yeah, wow, I'm surprised you got one I just did. buying it. On fr- I didn't. Well, okay. Everybody, you know, these people who are just like, ah, $400 for an endgame ticket. I'm like, you know, well, you're just, crazy. You yeah. just wait till There's Sunday. 7,000 yeah. showtime. <laughs> I yeah. looked it up oh. for Friday and it like at the big megaplex yeah. and the standard whatever standard theater. Yeah. I mean, they had like Tons. 50, yeah. 50 I showings. So I got, I had, a... there was one I, at 11 o'clock in the night, not the, not the IMAX because yeah. whatever, yeah. but not like the crappy theater either, sure. like the one right in the super deluxe. Yeah, there you go. It was 11 o'clock and there was There's like, plenty there was there. one seat, there, honestly there was one yeah. seat that was like left open and I but was like, But if you wait well, a few hours or the next day, they're out there. Yeah. Here's the thing, I heard that they're not going to sell out any theaters because theaters are just building new auditoriums <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> I mean, like... They're going to start showing on the back lot. The showtimes, there was one theater that had, I think, 42 showings in a that day. Sounds like, that sounds I, like I, Ronnie's, And it's a three-hour yeah. movie. Like, I, anyway, yeah. you can Every get... Every theater is going to be endgame. Y- y- yes. Uh, so anyway, what's the... count? Does anyone know off the top there what the counter-programming is to endgame? There, none. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Your car breaks down. You can't go to the theater. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, all the money for Captain Marvel. Number seven, Us, was $6.9 million, a 49% drop, $163 million domestic, and 72 overseas, $235 million on a $20 million budget. So Blumhouse, I know what they're yeah. doing. Number eight, After, which is opening this weekend, was $6.2 million. Uh, that's a romantic... Uh, I don't really know anything about it, do you? I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, I think, nope. I mean, I've seen the poster for it. Yeah, I mean, it looks it. like it's a a, ro- a romance movie. I don't know if it's a comedy or it's drama or what the actual synopsis. I don't have in front of me, but six million dollars. I mean, that's a pretty decent opening for something that's not heavily advertised. No, not so, at all. Uh, anyway, but uh, good for that one, I, I suppose. No budget. Can that, you look at the poster? Because I think there's more to that title than they released. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I think it's almost like, uh, uh like after your first time hooking up. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's after in big letters. Yeah. Let me zoom in here if I can find a, a high res one. Oh, yeah. K- oh, yeah. Uh, K. Oh, that's a that's not poster. that's okay. a foreign poster. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's after, and then the tagline is your first life is never the same. There we go. Okay, that's based, what, okay. Based on the bestseller world phenomenon, so it's a book. So okay. it must be a, a young adult. Yeah. After your first hookup, I'm, whatever. I, yeah. so. Your world's never the same. I feel old that there's a world phenomenon I've never heard of. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, a self-proclaimed world. Well, sometimes <laughs> we only hear the ones that like break through. Right. You know, like if the Hunger Games hadn't broken through, I'd never heard of that book. Right. That's what. The breaking through is when it becomes a phenomenon. Right. 
Oh, is that what that works? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that makes sense. Anyway, but there obviously is a following. I mean, I six million for something you've never heard of. We've never heard of at least. So, uh, coming in at number nine, Missing Link, which is the Leica movie, the aforementioned Leica uh, uh, Studios, the people that brought you Kubo and Coraline and and that good stuff. Uh, that is coming in just under six million dollars. And let's see, is there any overseas on this? Uh, no money overseas yet. No budget. Uh, did you see this one? I did not. Okay, I saw it. I liked it. How was it? Oh, really? It's yeah. good. Yeah, Hugh Jackman plays uh, like a monster hunter. So it's funny. We'll get into it in Hellboy. You know how they have like this monster hunter society BPRD? that he goes no oh, like oh, the, the, the society yeah, of, like yeah, hunters yeah. you know the giants that kill that hunters yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so so there's so then I go and see this movie a little bit after Hellboy and basically Hugh Jackman's character is this proper English gentleman he comes from money he's a lord and he wants to get into this society this like high society of hunters but he is interested in the uh, like not supernatural but like Bigfoot Loch Ness Monster all the mysterious stuff sure and the he, urban legends yeah and he wants to the his claim is like oh these things exist and if i prove them to you i will become part of your club and whatever and so they don't the you know the rich old people don't want him as a part of it so he goes off to find missing link and that's the zach galifianakis character the big orange one you see on the posters yeah it's a really fun movie Uh, the stop motion animation is beautiful it's that stop motion stuff they do like cg background it's kind of the wallace and gromit yeah Yeah, it looks like wallace and gromit but like leica like the kubo and you know like Yep. that stuff it's that stop motion i mean they use real puppets uh there's a little behind the scenes thing after the credits that's phenomenal it's like mind-blowing how good it looks but uh you know they do like cg backgrounds and enhancements but the movement is stop motion who directed this um that it's is it the boss uh, and grandma guys it's chris butler well one of them died didn't they oh really i thought so i think chris butler is a wallace and is gromit. he maybe that's I what it is because it has a very wallace and gromit feel but the way that they the way they Oh, he's not a he's not the blues player. Well, Chris Butler doesn't play for the Blues anymore, but that's fine. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Go Blues! By the way, we have uh, Game Three tonight. Uh, oh yeah, so it looks like he's a, a like a guy. So he was on he was in the art department for Coraline, uh, on the crew for Kubo, and the writer of Paranorman. Okay, so he directed this okay. one. But yeah, I mean, their stuff Leica is known for their phenomenal stuff. They're not known for blowing away the box office. So it's like I wish they'd make some more money because their stuff is really good. Right. And this is a solid kids movie. Like the only thing I will say is for young kids, it is a little slow. Not in a bad way, but like the kids were all getting antsy in the theater. So yeah. it's not for really little kids. But uh, the visuals are captivating. It's a fun story. A uh, lot of jokes that you know, like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball, one yeah. of my favorites. Like. Parents will appreciate them, but it's not like too much for the kids. Got it. So highly recommend it. And Hugh Jackman's really good. Like uh, he doesn't do a lot of voice work really that I can think of, uh, but he's like all in on this. It's good. But like, what isn't he all in on? Yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. It's Hugh Jackman. He goes in on everything. Do you think they cast a female Wolverine? I don't know. I would. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can't. I, to me, you don't. Oh, that way you get away from the, oh, he's right. no Hugh Jackman. Right, yeah. You cast X-23 and let her be a Wolverine yeah. for a while. I think while. you cast an actual Wolverine. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Bold move. And he yeah. has to face off against a honey badger. Yeah. <laughs> you know the next a, Kevin Feige. Do you, <laughs> do you know that there is a character called Honey Badger? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and rounding out the top 10 is the best of enemies in its second week. Uh, that made $2 million, a 55% drop, $8.1 million uh, domestic on a $10 million budget. And let's see, do we have overseas? Not yet. So, 
8.1 out of 10. And that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. <laughs> and this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Shares. And of course, don't forget our Patreon account at Patreon.com slash Real spoiler. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up with the next one, we will tackle Hellboy. Until then, you've been warned. Don't hear-